Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA Worldwide and Camping Holidays, talking to a Click Your Industry expert and giving you some top travel tips. This week we're going to be talking all about the Canary Islands, well, two of them, with Brian from our sales team and Stephen. And this week Stephen's going to mix things up a bit and add his top tips into the resort report. In our resort report, we're talking about two of the Canary Islands, Lanzarote and Gran Canaria. Irish people flock to the Canary Islands in their hundreds of thousands each year and throughout the year. It's guaranteed sun and the islands have a sense of familiarity for the Irish holiday maker. Lanzarote, the island of eternal spring, is the fourth largest and most northerly of the Canary Islands. The capital of Lanzarote is Arrecife, which is also where you fly into. The main resorts on the island are Costa Teguise, Playa Blanca and the ever-lively Puerto del Carmen. Its volcanic landscape is thanks to one of its most popular attractions, Timonfea National Park, home to the Timonfea volcano. Gran Canaria is the third largest and second most populous of the Canary Islands. Its capital is Las Palmas, also where you fly into. Gran Canaria is known as a continent in an island for its microclimates and diverse landscape from rugged mountains to lush green valleys and Saharan sand dunes. Both islands have theme parks, water parks, stunning scenery, first class beaches, a wide range of accommodation and endless activities to keep anyone from families to couples or friends amused. I won't go into too much detail as the guys have endless nuggets of information to share. To talk all things Lanzarote and Gran Canaria, we have our experts, Stephen and Brian. If this is your first time listening, Stephen is a product executive on our product team. He's been clicking go for around four years and travel for probably over 25 now. Over 25 now at this stage, yeah. Joining Stephen, we have Brian from our sales team. Brian has been in clicking go and travel for about seven years. So, Lanzarote, start us off. Going to start with Lanzarote and obviously, as you said, the three main resorts are Puerto del Carmen, Costa de Guise and Playa Blanca. Um... Puerto del Carmen is the liveliest, the busiest, the biggest. A couple of different areas to Puerto del Carmen. You've got the new town and the old town. You've got Los Pichillos, which is down sort of the new town end and an extension of Puerto del Carmen. You've then got Matagorda, which is a little bit further on from Los Pichillos and right beside the airport. So they're the sort of the the main areas, first of all, of Puerto del Carmen. Um, We'll get on to Costa de Gaza and Playa Blanca shortly. Um, Brian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Steve. First, thank you, First timer. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, you've stayed in Puerto del Carmen uh, briefly, didn't you? I have stayed in Puerto del Carmen in the nineties um, <laughs> on <laughs> a with, on a with a sort of a, with a girlfriend boyfriend holiday mm. when I was young. Um, did a lads one there, and then I have recently done quite a number of uh, family holidays yeah, yeah. in Lanzarote across the three resorts. Um, and in Porta del Carmen, uh, we stayed in a place called the Aqua Suites. Yeah, very good. Um, lovely property. It's run by well-known Irish lady, Geraldine McFadden. Yeah. And any listeners, uh, clients of ours who have stayed in Acosta Sal would know Geraldine well. It's very, very hands-on lady, really nice. But yeah, her, this is her new her new baby. Yeah, they're, they're relatively new, the Aqua Suites, aren't they? Um, I believe maybe yourself or Paul and some of the guys would have known what the property was, where it is in 
play a blank in yeah. it. It's way up that hill past the spinnaker. Yeah. So you go past the spinnaker and it's way up at the back almost on the road coming in and it was an old property. I don't know the name of it. Completely redeveloped. Uh, absolutely stunning. Yeah. Stunning property. Really, really just it's really well notch. known for its... Um, <laughs> Back to, back to what me and Anna love talking about. It has the Irish channels. And it has food. <laughs> <laughs> the the, yes. the gastronomy is meant to be amazing there. Um, so when we were there summer of 2017 mm. and um, I think actually Geraldine had been in to see us in Click and Go right, and had yeah. literally been very, very generously given an open invitation to all the sales team. If anyone was in Lanzarote, get in touch, come down, please look at my new baby as she called mm. it. You know, this was her new <laughs> thing and she was quite keen to push it. If you go on a TripAdvisor, you'll see all the reviews that are phenomenal. But yeah, um, incredible accommodation in Aircon, which is one of people's favourite things that they ask for. But the food is amazing. It's a stay there, it's a half-board basis. Yeah. But the food is all, it's not hotel food. Um, it, it It's almost like if your mother made it for you. It's just got a really fre- homely feel to the it's food. It's not a buffet, it's, it's a la carte. No, 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 it's it? a la carte. Oh, and um, great mixture of food for the children and for um, for adults. Keeps everyone happy. It keeps everyone happy. Um, and it's every day on these big blackboards down by the pool area, you've got the menus up on the blackboards. I actually mm. have some pictures from when I was there so I can show you them. Because probably people need to see the way it's done. Yeah. It's brilliant. You can literally see it on the blackboard. This is today's menu. And you can, you're not, you can have a look, okay. And also within the property, there was another, there was another side restaurant, which is kind of more suited for the kids, where okay, they do yeah. the burgers and chips, the pizzas, again, freshly made. So, yeah, really, if you love food. I think they, um, if I remember correctly from when Geraldine was in the office, she had like, you had three starters, three mains and three desserts. Yeah. And you could pick, pick one of those three of, of each courses. Yeah, yeah. Really, and it, that changes every day, doesn't it? Every day that changes, Brilliant. yeah. And, um. Yeah, but it's um, it's a really yeah f- phenomenal property. I, I the benefit of it of going there in half board is because of its proximity up yeah. that hill. That's uh, I mean obviously mo- most that, of is the that the infamous cardiac hill that people talk about? Is no, one cardiac of hill is just further cardiac down. Hill is just down right. by the, the La Morana Hotel, right. uh, our apartments. That's that's a good thing about Puerto del Carmen is it is so varied. There's like there's literally as I said we've got a crack and four star Aqua Suites on half board basis, mm-hmm. but the majority of properties that that we do. Um, we, I'll talk about another four-star hotel in a second, but the majority of properties we do are all self-catering. Like, most of them are self-catering properties. You know, we've got the La Marana, uh, the Puerto Carmen Apart Hotel, the Jabal Bermudas. I could go on for... Mm. Las Cocoteras, right, on the, the Las Cocoteras, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. And down in... Lomo Blanco beside them. Lomo Blanco's there as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's tons, absolutely tons. So, with Puerto del Carmen, you've got um, the Old Town End, which is down near the Farionis, if people know where the Farionis End is. And the harbour. Uh, yeah, exactly, the harbour down there. And then down the opposite end of the beach would be sort of, from, from there down to the opposite end of the beach is the new town heading towards Los Pachillos. Another four-star hotel we do, hugely popular. It must be our biggest selling hotel in the all beach. the areas. is the Beatrice Playa. Beatrice oh, the Beatrice Playa, Playa even, yeah. Beatrice Playa Forest. That's down um, sort of Madag- Los Pachillos, Matagorda end. Again, right on the promenade. And there is a promenade that goes all the way from Matagorda, right run along the seaside. To Port Carmen. All the way into Port Carmen. It literally just snakes around the edge of the the, the landscape to the sea mm. and goes right That's into right. it. Yeah, right up by the goes all the way up along up past the back of the you know where the where the Farioni's Playa Hotel, yeah. the shop part, and up around that hill. Yeah, and that's that. That's you're then entering the old town and yeah, the harbour area, the biosphere, the shopping centre. But look, Puerto Carmen is a commercialised, it's a busy mm. resort. There's tons and tons of Irish bars and English bars and restaurants and 
your McDonald's, your Burger King, all that sort of thing. So it is your stereotypical resort, but you can find little gems within it. Within it, Beatrice Playa is one. Costa Sal is another. Vic San Antonio is a hugely popular hotel mm. that we again would sell tons of. That gets repeat clients coming back year after year after year. They go. The entertainment is brilliant. The staff are meant to be really, really good. And again, it's very, it's well known for the food. Yeah, I mean, that, look, there's tons of Irish. There are, there are tons of Irish. It's actually so there. popular, isn't it, with people that they, um, the entertainment by all accounts is excellent. I know yeah. Alan was on one of the previous podcasts. I don't know if he's, he's been there a couple of times. Yeah. But okay. The entertainment is so good in the Vic that people who don't stay in the Vic will often it. come in to see it. And mm. they don't, and which is very clever of them. They don't kind of go, you're not a resident, you're not allowed to come in. Because mm. obviously they know, right? If people see this, they see what goes on here. Maybe they'll they, come and stay. Maybe they'll come and stay again. Exactly. You know? that, 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 is, that is what happens. So look, that's that's pretty much Puerto del Carmen. Um, there's not too much to go into it as in, you know, we've covered our, our main couple of properties there. But the main thing is tons of restaurants, tons of bars, tons of nightclubs. It is really not, but there's, there's, it's really family orientated mm. if you pick the right property. As well, yeah, very much. So. Um, next one we'll touch on in Lanzarote is uh, one of Brian's favourites, Costa, Costa de Gizeh. Costa uh, de Gizeh, yeah. Breezy de Gizeh, as some people like to so call it. So you, <laughs> you love it, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, I've been to uh, Costa de Gizeh twice uh, in the last what four years, twenty fifteen and in twenty seventeen. Um, both times stayed in the Sands Beach, mm. um, one of the most popular family properties we do. Yeah, we mm. covered. So we, we we covered that. In the family podcast um, yeah. episode twelve, I think it was or thirteen, um, yeah, where like we that. we we covered specific properties and two properties we covered in that one is the Sands Beach in Costa de Gizeh and the other one is the Costa Sal in yeah. uh, Los Pachillos area. So people that you know, we're not going to go into too much detail on Sands Beach now. Brian's going to give us his his enjoyment uh, of it, but <laughs> we won't go into too much detail. But people it's need to listen to those to those uh, episodes on it. So Sands Beach, Brian, what do you think? Um, the Sands Beach is a very large property. Um, it's got a pretty imposing sort of entrance when you come into a huge administration mm-hmm. building, check in sort of area. There's a huge shop inside in it, which is very handy. There's have uh, a Rosemary McManus who's an Irish lady and Rosemary is looks after their kind of PR thing but also would look after booking trips so if you're staying in the Sands Beach Rosemary's over in the corner a little desk so if you want to go to Tagizi itself and do the markets the volcano mm-hmm. trips the yeah. go-karting yeah. or whatever you're into <laughs> Rosemary looks after it yeah and she's a great lovely Irish lady um, if you do go to Sands Beach if you bring her some Kilmeadon mature Red cheese. <laughs> I reckon she'll look after you. And that, yeah, yeah, love that tip. Yeah, love that tip. Great little tip. The way yeah. to her heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the restaurant like on site? The restaurant on site is called a Hacienda. Um, we only ever eaten it for breakfast. Okay. Um, and I know, I think it's one of the tips we used to give about the Sands Beach that, you know, people are familiar with the Sands Beach and the beachfront apartments. Um, from my first experience of it, we were on a beach front with some small children. You're, it's it's lovely, mm. but a bit isolated from the fun for the children. Mm. So, um, what I would often recommend people, particularly if you've got young kids, small families, with that is actually take the breakfast, take the B and B, put the money from the beach front into the B and B. The breakfast is phenomenal. It's an all you can eat buffet. The food is really good. It's really fresh. You've got everything from fruits to cereals to fry-ups to breads. You name it. It's all there. As much tea and coffee you want. Set yourself up for the day. Um, 
I wouldn't call it cheap. I wouldn't call it expensive, mm. but I would call it really good value breakfast. And again, one of the benefits of that, coming back to that point, is that the um, the way that the Sands Beach is designed, I'd often describe it as like your ha- your typical housing estate where you've a green in the middle, you've got all the apartments low level around the pool. When you're on the beachfront, you've literally got a neighbour left or right. Mm. You've got this little beach area in front of you. The beach area is quite good for like you know, there's paddle boating and things, but you can't swim in it. Okay. And so there's not a lot really for the kids to mm. do when they're down there. But when they're up on a bl- when you're up on a block, you literally just walk out onto your you've your little area in front of your apartment. Yeah. You don't have to be up at seven in the morning to put the towels out mm. because it's literally the beds are there for enough apartments and the Sands Beach having six of those blocks. Everybody who's on each block has literally their own neighbours, their own block, their own seat They're by the pool. They're U-shaped blocks. They're little U-shaped the blocks, yeah. Center, so yeah. when you look, every every everyone would have a sea view because they all because they're on tiers. So when you look left out of your apartment as such, you can't see the other apartments because it drops all the okay, way down. So you can cool. see out to the sea, yeah. Um, but yeah, a little tip for anyone booking a Sands Beach is, yeah, if you are if you want the beachfront, by all means, go for it. But if you've got small kids and you can, you just want to be able to walk out, sit on your, you can sit by your apartment, read your book, you can get out onto your beds, yeah. kids can go to the pools. One of the lovely features in the Sands Beach with all the pools is that they all have that little, the cement is all, they have the gradual sort of walk in. Okay, yeah, very good. So... No you know, you can, in steps. No, no, there's no steps. They can literally just walk in. And then it's great. They have these little islands out in the middle of the pools for the kids to jump in and out of. Brilliant. Yeah. So, and they're obviously self-catering as well. So people didn't yeah. even want to go BB. No. They've got their, their yeah. own cooking facilities. Yeah, you've got that on-site shop, mm. um, which is reasonable compared to what we'd pay here. Yeah. But literally 50 yards up the road, left and right, you've got Hyperdino, huge chain that people, anyone being the Canaries would be familiar with the Hyperdino, the Super Dino, mm. sort of Aldi, yeah. little type shop. And you can get everything you need. Another great Stop property, up. actually, yeah. just in, in, stick, sticking in Costa de Guise before we move on to play a blanket. Um, the Beatrice Costa in Costa de Guise. That's that's a sister hotel of the Beatrice Play that we mm. spoke about earlier. That's another great one for. We do an awful lot of over fifties and over fifty fives, and that go to the Beatrice Costa Hotel. The entertainment is meant to be brilliant up there. The food is meant to be really good. So that's another hotel as the Beatrice Play mm. on half board basis. So the Beatrice Play in in. Part of La Carmen and the Beatrice Costa, they be big over 55s mm. properties for us that we sell yeah, to. Much so. You know, and they are again loads of repeats going back. An awful lot of people that might have stayed in Beatrice Costa next year might give the Beatrice player in Puerto yeah. La Carmen a go. So they're, they're two properties. And Costa de Guise itself, it's what, it's about 20 minutes from the airport, isn't it? Yeah, Costa de Guise are, is 20 minutes from the airport. So they're like equidistance, like it's 20 minutes down to Puerto del Carmen, mm. 20 minutes to Costa de Guise. Costa de Guise down to Puerto del Carmen on the bus. The number three bus um, is about three euro and it takes about 40 minutes because it kind of winds its way in through uh, Arrecife. Okay, yeah. Um, Arrecife as a town, a city, myself and Jack spent a day in it for a bit of fun, give the women a break. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot for the life of me think of the name of it, and I should, but there's this absolutely beautiful fort area that's right down at the seafront, oh, right? It's really old. It's like a protective fort. I don't know. I should have gotten the name for how long it's there, but you can go in and walk around it for free. And then there's all these little bridges and all the local kids use that for jumping into okay. the water. Mm-hmm. And that was brilliant. And the seafront there is, is lovely. Um, but as a city, like if you're if you're in Port del Carmen, you're not already in Costa de Guise. There's going to be enough in terms of 
shops and duty free yeah. places, you're not really going to want it. You'll you'll literally bypass it. But literally that that was nice to see it the seafront. It'll probably be something different because yeah. you know Costa de I as we spoke with Puerto del Carmen, Costa de Giza and Puerto del Carmen, they're very commercialised resorts. Costa de Giza less so. Because um, more so because it's not as big. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Arrecife might be slightly different. There's a little, maybe a little bit of, tiny bit of culture there. It's a little bit of history. Yeah, I'm sure the there fort. was more. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's more. Um, but yeah, that's just that whatever. I can't for yeah, the fort was just was was. It's like hundreds of years old, yeah. so it's obviously there a long time. Well, so even for a half day to mix things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, just if you want to break away from um, the pool. Yeah, and there's loads and like that. We did go into. Um, that was one of the things you actually say in terms of local culture. We ended up going into this little, like a local seafront resident that mm. wasn't, it's not, you're not in a touristy place. Yeah. And um, what's that local dish they do with the cheese? Is it the, the eggs and the chips or the cheese and the chips oh, thing? Or they do something with it. Anyway, it's a local delicatessen. It's like, <laughs> something it's with like cheese. eggs, <laughs> eggs or cheese on chips. Jack thought it was amazing. And like, I think there was some pre-season football was on. So it was on the time. You were happy so out. We were <laughs> both happy out. <laughs> it was great. Brian, Tell us your experience down there in some of your restaurants you visit or bars you visit. Um, yeah, like Costa de Guise, if you've got a huge selection of restaurants and bars to go to, the majority of the restaurants are all in the little town square where the bandstand is and there's a little market in there. A couple of personal favourites for us as a family. There was one inside the wall, literally called Mercado. Nice bit of everything. Mm. Then there was one called El Patio, which was like a grill, and it was great fun because the lads were cooking in the background, throwing the meat up on the grill, and the steam and the noise going. Um, There was another very, very popular place in that square called Hook's Bar. Great bit of fun for the cocktails for both the adults and the kids, and the cocktails had the flamethrowers and the and the and the Paris, you know, the the, you know, just all the trinkets coming out of them. The kids loved that, and they did the non-alcoholic ones fine mojitos there by the way <laughs> and um, very close to the Sands Beach oh yeah the, the very close to the Sands Beach there's this place called My Place which is a pizza place I don't know if you mentioned it I think on a previous on one the, on the previous podcast yeah. you might have yeah absolutely yeah. beautiful pizzas and you can sit outside and um, one of the most popular restaurants in Costa de Giza and my personal favourite and I'll leave it to the end is called the Bohemia Cafe I think some famous model blogger mentioned this as well. Um, absolutely beautiful restaurant. It's only about a 10-minute walk from the Sands Beach called the Bohemia Cafe. You can book or you can queue and wait. If you have to wait, because it's always busy, there's a lovely little bar. But the food is out of this world. They serve it up real rustic style on these kind of brown boards. Um, and it's the kind of place that if you go for a meal out here, you're probably paying a hundred euro. Mm. But there, it's about thirty, thirty-five. Yum. They, it's just yum, and your steaks to die for. Like a glass of red wine is classed as expensive at three euro. White wine, a euro. Amazing, amazing value. But the food and the kids loved it, and they just great choice. And they came out to big boards, and they used to do this joke. Um, that was like 27 euro that was a meal for two and it was just a plate of meat for two to share brilliant oh Love absolutely it. brilliant Delish. but yeah I think very heavily again it's on TripAdvisor highly rated I think it's one of the top probably in the top 10 restaurants there mm. but yeah highly recommended and then one final recommendation is for anyone who's looking for an adult only hotel is the Baricello to Costa de Gizé Beach which is right in the heart of Tegizé um, my mum and dad stayed in it um, back in March. Um, I think uh, we've had quite a number of bookers to it as well. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful hotel. It's really modern. It had only been renovated and done up and opened again in 2015. Um, 
for people who kind of perceive Casa de Gize as this breezy de Gize, it's got this magnificent pool that's completely closed off internally in the middle of the hotel, so mm. the wind doesn't get in around it. Um, it is by no means uh, a bargain hotel or a, yeah. bu- or a discount hotel, but where it's brilliant is that when you the minimum stay in the hotel is on a bed and breakfast basis, but the upgrade to half board is only about like five or six euros a day. That's so right. you're you're paying it's for nothing. the yeah. And my mom and dad stayed in it, and my mom and dad like most people like to go out and eat restaurants, and they were so impressed with the food. I think they only went out twice yeah. to the Bohemia. They didn't go anywhere else, <laughs> and they just ate in the hotel because the food was stunning. And just the, the room types, everything was just absolutely immaculate. I think it, it could possibly be the number one hotel in Tagizi. It would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just for fantastic. anyone out there who wants an adult only one and you want a nice quiet resort, chill out, really, really magnificent hotel. Highly recommend it. Cool. Great. Fantastic recommendations. Okay, no problem. Thank you very much. Um, so next resort we're going to in Lanzarote we're going to finish off with is Playa Blanca. There are some cracking properties in, in Playa Blanca. Really good properties and it's it's Really family orientated, more than anything, isn't it? It is. Um, one of the first holidays I ever took, actually working out of Click and Go, was down to Playa Blanca. Mm. We went to the the, the Gran Castillo. Um, That's oh, where we stayed. The Gran Castillo, yeah, the yeah. Tigoro, or yeah, to, yeah, yeah they've changed yeah, the name, but the Gran yeah. Castillo, um, lovely hotel. But yeah, um, Playa Blanca is a huge resort. Yeah, That's, it's so big. Um, but you've got a lot of low-rise, large properties like some of the ones you made that are all like they, they it's heavily populated with properties that do all-inclusive. Okay, yeah. And then you've got one or two like well, there's a little on-site water parks and that but it, the all-inclusive is really big down there and then obviously it's uh, people who do know, do know play a blanket they know it for Probably really the five stars. The the Vulcan is yeah. famous with the Vulcan on the roof and at night time it lights up and the, you see the red glow oh, from the top of it. The Sanders Papagayo. And yeah, yeah, and then you've obviously got the Princess Aiza, yeah, which that's people are, are familiar with the name of. Yeah, Yoyiza is actually an area of Playa Blanca and the Princess Yoyiza is a top-notch five-star. Five do you know what's quite unique about the Princess Yoyiza? Is it's a five-star family hotel. It is actually geared to, well, in a way, geared to families. Mm. Um, so, does, and, you know, not many five stars are, can, can, be, can be that inclined. Some five stars tend to be the higher end and some of them might frown upon kids. Not the Princess Yoyiza. Um, de- definitely not. Hugely. Yeah, yeah hugely. Very popular. They do family suites and some of the larger type rooms that you wouldn't get oh, in a wow. normal sort of five star. But again, it's, it's your stereotypical um, resort and at the centre you've got a little port a little marina sort of area isn't there at the, uh, at the very centre there's a fine size port um, in in Playa Blanca um, there's like a huge big Olsen ferry that goes backwards and forwards and then you've got the local sort of boats large size boats mm. we did it when we were there in 2013 and funny enough we only found some photos because we'd done a big job in our house and we found some photographs from the first time we were on the holiday right. and one of them was on the boat and the kids remember the boat trip on the way over we were on one of those kind of you know the open top upstairs and then you could sit inside mm. so on the way over to Carleca it was great we got off got on a bus we went down to see the famous dunes yeah. and then we got to spend uh, we went in this there's I can't think of the name of the beach but there's two famous Ryu hotels on this beach and they're kind of way down Near the dunes area. This is this is over this crossing Ventura, Ford Ventura. Yeah, yeah, apologies, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, but like that, the memory of it was the boat, and the boat was like a roller coaster on the way back. And oh the kids had no, no. The, <laughs> the, my our, my two children still talk about that. And that's what now, good five years on, and that the the boat up and down. I thought it was brilliant fun, and that's a brilliant <laughs> trip tip or 
both a tip and a trip to do is to go across to Fortaventura, see the dunes, see the beautiful beaches, yeah. and uh, the town of Carleco is beautiful. How uh, long does it take to go over? It's about 45 minutes, but on the way yeah. back, it felt like about an hour and a half. <laughs> and that <laughs> thing was so. boom, up and down, up and down. God. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's a few of the, um, a few of the tips and a few of the, the things we're going to talk about as well as the excursions and um, in in Lanzarote to do, um, but before we get on to that, just there's um, uh, and we're going to do a whole podcast next week on it is uh, properties with water slides and water parks and things like that in Playa Blanca, the Paradise Island, the HL Paradise Island four star has its own sort of water park on on site and it's free for use for people staying in, in that property. So that is something that we'll expand on right. more next week when we go into the Waterside uh, episode. Um, so excursions in, in Lanzarote, you mentioned a couple of hours, Brian, you mentioned the Tim and Faya, um National Park, which is up at the top of the volcano. Mm. And That's right. there's a, I, when I was on a, a farm trip there about, 20 years ago um, <laughs> we went up and they showed us and there was a girl in the office from the tourist board recently and there's a restaurant up there and they cook your food with the heat of the volcano with the heat of the volcano that's yeah. correct it's yeah it looks class like it is it's I mean where else you know there's not many places in the world you're, you're going to get that um, other excursions um, you've got a submarine um, safari oh yeah that looks See amazing that? yeah it's not cheap it's about 50 quid I think no and if your child is like under to they can't go on it as well. Okay, but that that looked that looked, looked really, really good. good. And again, when that when that girl was in, when that tourist um, Lanzarote tourist board girl was in the office just before Christmas, and um, there's a new excursion. It's called the it's an underwater museum. That's right. See this? Museo it looks Atlantico. Spe- yeah, it looks spectacular. It, like it's like a, a, an underwater uh, scene or the, a, a city, and there's like you know sculptures of, of people walking and then the sculptures of people fishing on the bottom. And this is all at the bottom of the, of the seabed. So you need a, is it a paddy um, uh, scuba diving licence? Yeah. To do it. So obviously you can do a, a three-day scuba diving course and then they'll bring you on it. Mm. Or if you already have your scuba diving licence, you can you can do it for, you know, a, a quarter of the price. Um, but it looks, definitely look at it. There's two, there's an excursion website called Excursions Lanzarote www.excursionslanzarote.com and that shows you all the excursions to do but that's just a, a a taste for them but that museum one looks Class. again it's not cheap but it looks spectacular yeah I think there's only a handful of them around the world those type of sea museums yeah definitely definitely Google it or look at it because I think once you see it you, if you're able to scuba dive or you want to scuba dive or you like to it's definitely worth something yeah something different doing. yeah definitely so guys I think that's um, Lanzarote pretty much covered we'll move on to to Gran Canaria now yeah. so again Gran Canaria is part of the Canary Islands which consists of Gran Canaria Lanzarote Tenerife Fortaventura La Palma and there is one other little one that I can't think of now um, and they're just it's they're all off the northwest coast of Africa so look temperature wise these are year round resorts they're all year round resorts so it doesn't really you know temperatures in in September can be the same as what they're going to be in January to you know to to a degree and mm. um, so I wouldn't be worried about weather in in what would be considered winter the hotels down there are busier in both Gran Canaria and Lanzarote they're busier in um October November December January February March because what happens is don't forget during the air summer months people can go to Mallorca people can go to Italy or Croatia or Turkey wherever it might be 
And the weather's going to be brilliant in the Canaries as well as it is in Spain and Portugal uh, and on all the Mediterranean islands um, in July and August as it is going to be in the Canaries. But come October, November, December, January, February, March... People from colder countries <coughs> migrate down. Yeah. Yeah, very you, much so, you, yeah. You, you know, people don't be going. So you've got the whole of Europe holiday in and in the Canaries for those short months, you know, it, the availability and the prices can can sometimes jump during during the winter months. That's something to be to be aware of. So Gran Canaria, the main resorts in Gran Canaria. So you, as Eleanor said, you fly into Las Palmas. Um, the first resort you come upon is San Agustin. Then you go to the famous Play de Lingles. We'll talk about that a bit further later. Um, then you come into Mas Palomas, Melanaris. Um, coming around the coastline, so you've got sorry the famous uh, sand dunes of Maspalomas, right. uh, then Melanaris, then you come around and you're into Puerto Rico, um, then you're into Amadores, and then Mogan, Torito, oh, and then Mogan, Torito, and yeah. then Mogan. Um, we we won't go into details on, on each one of them, but the main ones being um, Playa del Inglés, Maspalomas, Puerto Rico, and Mogan are the are the main ones. Um, I holidayed many, many, many years ago um, in Play de Lingles. Again, it was a... Who didn't? Yeah, it was a... If you're born in the 70s and you were 20-something in the 90s, <laughs> if you didn't go to Play de Lingles yeah. at some stage... Play, Play de Lingles <laughs> is what it is. It's yeah. young, it's lively. There are a couple of decent hotels that are popping up. I think it's gotten away, Brian, a little bit from... Um, a little bit from the, the really, really young and lively scene. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think it, yeah. From what I'm aware, it, it's, it's not it's nothing like what it was. No, when we it's not. They, it's, there. That's no, all no. moved on to Magaluf yeah. and whatnot now. It's around different centres. You've got like the um, what was called the Irish Centre. I'm sure it was called something. It was else. the Irish yeah, Centre, which was right across from the Greenfield and the Green Park. Isn't Green Park, Green Garden, had the nightclub in the basement. Los Salmones, Agaty Park, Jardin del Atlantico are are five hotels that literally just skirted the Marietta, which I think now is called the Labranda. These are all. Uh, the Corona Roca just down the road. These are all nearly c- circling the Irish Centre. Yeah. Um, and there used to be a bar there called the Hawaiian Tasca. That's right. Used to get the famous volcano drink, Memories. Yeah. Um, and it was a Scottish one as well. That's that was right. Upstairs. That yeah, was really that was good. great yeah, for football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so that, that's that's the Irish Centre. Then you've got the Casbah, which would have been known as the English Centre. That's which right. Yeah, quite, that was actually good quite fun. lively. Yeah, yeah, that was very I lively. think I heard on one of your previous podcasts, um, you guys, I think in fairness, Eleanor, you said it that uh, oh, did I? when you uh, like when you go to places that you don't... Oh, I avoid them. You like avoid the, the Irish bars. And that like that, when we would have been younger, that would have been something we would have done. We would have headed we, down there. We went straight there and stayed yeah, there for I think two it was, weeks. Was there a Lineker's yeah. down there? Uh, Lineker's was down the Casbah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. And um, <laughs> not, not Manumission, there was a big cream. They had a cream yeah, down there, there was, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, was, that, yeah. so that's quite lovely. Then you go down, then you've got the... Um, the Yumbo Centre, um, and so so you're, you're heading down towards Maspalonas now. Um, so you've got the Yumbo Centre, and these are all shopping centres. When we say shopping centres, they are, um, you know, two story, maybe three story. Um, at the centre, we might have a you know restaurant open area, mm. and then you've got all bars and restaurants built into these. What what is a shopping centre? There are shops in it, but it's mostly bars and restaurants. Mm. Um, so that's moving down through uh, Play de Lingles. Then you come into Maspalomas. Um, Maspalomas is nice. It's it's low rise where playing is be high rise. Um, it's fairly flat, but it's really spread out. Yeah, um, a lot of big golf, a lot of golf down there. A good, a lot of golf. There's three or four different yeah. golf courses down there. The sand dunes are the are the big draw. Yeah, down there, the sand dunes are, are great. I mean, they're definitely mm-hmm. worth. You know, it's 
you can walk far enough into these sand dunes where all you can see is sand. It's oh, really? yeah, they're real. It's it's bigger than than you would think, um, and you have to be careful enough. I mean, look, obviously, it's you might walk half an hour through them, mm. so you're not walking in the Sahara, but it it, <laughs> it, it is like they, they they are dunes. They do go up and down, and it is warmer there. Um, so it's possible to get lost, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's possible to get lost. I don't think so. I'll just keep walking the one direction. Eventually, you'll come to the, either the sea or, or into Maspalomas or out. Um, but it, it, they, it, it really Maspalomas is, is a bit of a sun trap. Mm. Um, the weather can be look. Weather will be weather, as we always say. But um, it can be a little, a few degrees hotter in in Maspalomas, whatever the. The, the happens with the, the local area but it is definitely a little bit a couple of degrees hotter than, than you will get in, in other Very parts um, Mass Palomas really nice again there's another little shopping centre at the centre of it um, we have a couple of really good properties Cordial Green Golf Fisto Oasis isn't bad um, Sandy Green Golf another one Sandy Green Golf yeah. another. there's loads yeah. of and they're all low rise they're like little villages rather mm. than being one big tall building like this so kind of like the Sands Beach and yeah. Lanzarote yeah kind of to, to, to a degree yeah they'd be a bit, bit more spread out um, so that's you know Mass Palomas is really good and some really nice restaurants some really good uh, lovely five star hotels there's a promenade walk from Mass Palomas there's a lighthouse at the centre of Mass Palomas uh, right at the edge of the sea obviously mm. and there's a promenade that walks um, you walk about two maybe two and a half kilometre long and that will take you into Melanaris Costa Melanaris area um, beautiful and that's really where the, the four and five star hotels are there's some there's some buttes there's um, yeah. the Villa del Conde um, the the Costa Melanaris, Eisted and the H10 Melanaris, which is right down the opposite end of Maspalom was at the, the, the sort of little marina area of Melanaris. Um, beautiful hotel, really nice hotel. But that promenade's a lovely walk mm. to do because it literally skirts along the, the edge of the sea. And we have a couple of nice, and there are a couple of all-inclusive ones there, the IFA Faro, the IFA Atlantico, all-inclusive. Yeah. And they're all getting done up this year. Yeah. All, not, there's two or three of those, but the IFA Benefiture, they're all getting done up this year. So they now, most of them are closed for this summer, I think, most of it. But I think they'll be open up and be, be loving spanking. But that, that, um, that Villa del Conde, yeah, beautiful. And there's another one, Bay of Bob, I think is another. I saw all them on a bus. I was on a, I think it was like when I was in Puerto Rico. We can go on to it in a couple minutes. Mm. But I took the bus, travelled on the bus from Puerto Rico up to, played Ingles, up to the water park. Yeah. Mm. On the bus. So the bus kind of winds its way all through all that area. So it is, you got to actually see it like sitting yeah. on a little bus. Yeah, it was great. But little th- sightseeing tour nearly. <laughs> almost, yeah, yeah. The um, the next resort moving on from, from Melanaris is... Puerto Rico. I think we all we've all said in Puerto Rico. I did. Loved, yeah, yeah. yeah. There. Marina Suites look beautiful. Family property, amazing. Infinity pool, and for people who don't want to be up in the hills in Puerto Rico, amazing because it's down on the flat. That, that's where I said when I yeah. was in. I know I've been to Puerto Rico probably four or five times. Um, Puerto Rico is it's in a valley, so either side of it you've got what is like. Mountains probably exaggerating a bit, but like you've got it goes up basically. There's there's three different levels, um, in in Puerto Rico. You've really got so, a terrace. I just left and right terrace climbing up. Yeah, yeah. and it just climbs up. So yeah. so if you're up on the the top level in Puerto Rico, you're looking down at the center. The center is where obviously ground level. That's where the beach is, and um, that's where Shops, uh, the shopping center is. Um, that's where you've got <laughs> it's uh, Angry Birds Park. Angry Birds yeah, Park, right, right. Yeah. the center yeah. and the bus station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we look, we've tons of places. We've got the, the Morisol suites I loved. The Morisol and the Marina suites are right beside That's right, one another. Right next to each other. The Marina suites are you know, lovely property, a great location right beside the Marina. Um 
the pool area was very compact. That was the only thing the about pool, it. The pool is stunning. Beautiful infinity pool. Yeah. Mm. So literally when you're in the pool, it goes on, huge pool, and it goes out forever. But that was nearly a 6 a.m. towel. Oh, yeah. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Oh. It was oh unbelievable. Gosh. But yeah. right, right next door is the Morisol. And yeah. I have to say that Morisol are, are lovely. Um, then you've got the El Greco. Isn't that a really popular property? The Puerto Plata. Puerto Plata are one of our top values. Sellers, yeah, yeah, top mm-hmm. selling. It's, it's on the second level. Up, aren't they? Hmm? They're quite high up. Second level. Okay. They are. They, yeah. yeah, they'd be on the second. Another, another popular one is actually the Servitor Terrazamar. Um, they're... About probably one and a half level, if you want to put that way. Yeah. They're, they're back from the beach. They're, you know, be about a 20 minute, 15, 20 minute walk down the beach. But they'd only be a five minute walk to the to the bars Just, and restaurants yeah. in, the, in the shopping centre. Mm. Um, so look, Puerto Rico again, it's it's lively. The shopping centre would be lively enough. Um, there are a couple of couple of family properties, but not, not hugely. Um, but great for uh, groups friends. of girls. Yeah, yeah. Group, friends, uh, couples, really, really good. And again, another little sun trap area. Like mm-hmm. lo- lovely beach area right there. Also, of we've got just around the corner from where the harbour is. The I know it falls between two stools, but you've got obviously a hotel a lot of people know, and if they don't, when they see it for the first time, it's pretty impressive. Is the Gloria Palace Amadores? Yeah, yeah. It's literally built into the cliff. Oh wow! Um, and Amadores is beautiful. Amadores, as it's just around the, the the hill, you can you can go up and over. Yeah, <laughs> if you, if you want, but most people just and again, there's another there's a great walk you can. Walk all the way from Puerto Rico over towards Torito if you wanted, yeah. And um, but through through Amadores, Amadores is a man-made beach, and um, looks stunning. It's white sand, and um, but really, really nice. And that's where they've got the Gloria Palace Amadores. They've got the Gloria Palace Royal. Royal. Um, but the Amadores Gloria Palace Amadores is really well known. So that's that's Amadores. Um, just moving on now as we go around the coast to. Uh, the, the big one is Mogan. I love Mogan. Brian's going to talk more about Mogan. He loves it as well. The Venice um, of Gran Canaria. Yeah, it's beautiful. Stunning. But just before that is Torito. Um, it's a little... Um, I don't even think it's a town, but it's like another little valley and they've built about four hotels in there and another water slide moment we're going to have. Oh, there, nice. there's, there's a property called the Paradise Lago Torito. Um, three star. Um, looks Really good. Like I mean, the amount of water slides in it. Um, it's a busy. It's a busy property. Right. Um, it's um, we literally only loaded up to the website yesterday. Oh, good stuff. Um, so that that's that's a new. Um, but the water slides look really good. It is busy. It is going to be noisy as mm. most water slides properties will be. But um, the kids are going to love it. Like this mm. is this is a real real family property. So that's that's Torito. There's not not much in in Torito. Is there? It's what's the? Is there? It's some. Is it the Torito Princess? There's a Torito Princess. That's the five star all inclusive. Yeah, four star. Is it? Yeah. That's right right on the edge of the yeah. four star. Um, but this is a this is a nice hotel. You know, you you can have a look because it was only loaded yesterday. So you'll have to have a look. <laughs> right, go back to the office. Yeah. Um, so moving on now to, I think my favorite place in Grand Canaria, um, favorite resort is Mogan. You said there, didn't you? I did indeed. Uh, only just um, August just gone. Yeah. Um, so we were there for ten days. Um, there is four, five hotels, six maybe max in the whole resort. Um, you can probably walk the whole resort in a half an hour mm. um, but it's a, it's a beautiful little place it's stunning yeah it's and it's just it's family orientated which is brilliant it's great for your mum and dad it's great for couples it's just a really really laid back easy going place mm. we stayed in the Cordial Mogan Valley which is the apartment complex yeah and then next to it is a sister hotel, which is the Playa, lovely four-star hotel. And then right across the road from 
that is the brand new Radisson Blue, which is a five star. Five star, yeah. yeah. Um, took a walk around boat with them. They're both lovely hotels. Um, but like where the, the three of them are literally all located right beside each other, mm. and they are ten, no more than ten minutes back for the beach area and the shops and the harbour area and the marina area. And there's this huge, big pedestrianised street that you just walk down. And on a Friday, on that pedestrianised street is the market. The market used to be in the harbour, but mm. now it's like right there in the pedestrianised street. Oh, so you can literally walk the length of that. The market's on on a Friday. Um, and um, yeah, it's but real pretty. Really, resort, really pretty. It's yeah. real, real pretty. Yeah. Even there's a little marina port area and there's some nice... Um, Restaurants. Actually, I know we always say don't go to an Irish bar and restaurant. Um, we do, I, yes. We, all the time. <laughs> but um, I, I haven't stayed in Mogan. I just, when we were staying in Puerto Rico with, with the, the wife and child, we got the bus into Mogan just for a night and went for a walk around the port area. And there was a, a tiny little Irish, it was a bar and restaurant at, right at the centre of the port. And at the bandstand? I, um, I think I'm name it. It was Dennehy's, was it? It could be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we had there a couple of times. Yeah, lovely. The food was lovely. Yeah. Like there was, I mean, there was only space for six people at the bar. Oh, really? Um, but it was mainly a restaurant. Yeah. Outside, that's it. Yeah, that's food. Dennehy's. Yeah, the food was yeah. really, really good. Really enjoyed it. But you know, it's not, it's not a, a hectic resort by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it seems um, like a very chilled out, it is, laid yeah. back, chilled. just relaxed. Chilled, kind of spot. chilled is the word from, from Hogan. Yeah, it's funny. It's one of those places. Like if somebody, like if. You know, if uh, clients are on to us inquiring about it, you know, it's one of those places that would, you wouldn't really push them to two weeks. You'd nearly be saying, look, I reckon if you really want to see this place, a week to 10 mm. days is perfect mm. there. Um, because you will literally, fa- you'll walk it and see it all in one night. You yeah. probably won't miss it. Now, when you're going around that marina area, you might come across a little, maybe an ice cream place or a little bar. And there's a lot of those in dotted in around where the mm. marina is and where the accommodation is. Um but literally along the seafront, there's like a handful of restaurants all along the all along the beach. Has to be up early now in the morning if you want to get down the beach and get a bed, particularly in the height of summer because yeah. it's very very busy. And but the beach, the beach is, right is lovely. At the yeah, of the town. It's literally right. The but but what what I'd, what I'd recommend to anyone that's going to Grand Canaria is um, if you're if whatever resort you're in, play Lingles, Maspalomas, Puerto Rico. Do a, do the day trip to to Mogan. Yeah. You, you can either, you can do that actually a couple of ways. There there are boat trips. Um, these catamaran trips and boat trips that you can get to and from mm-hmm. Mogan. Um, there's also a bus service that will take you in and out, or you can get taxis. That that's that's a, the beauty these days, which would have changed when we were there in the nineties. Point is uh, the transfers from from Las Palmas Airport. Like it, I think it used to take about an hour and a half um, to get to Mogan. But now the motorway will take people. Oh yeah, it goes through the whole. The oh mountains. yeah, yeah about forty minutes. It's probably 30, 40 minutes yeah. now. Yeah. So so where transfers to play Lingles used to be forty five minutes. It's now twenty. Yeah. Mm. Um, Puerto Rico is now. I I done it. I think we done it the motorway in thirty five minutes. That's about right. Yeah. So it's so it's you know it's it Very is accessible. it is brilliant now that they they got that new motorway in. Um. So look, excursions for. Grand Canaria. I'm going to mention a couple. We've already mentioned Mogan Market. You, you, you the Mogan Market. Yes. So even if you are, if you're up in Mas Palomas, if you're in Melaronas, you're up in Puerto Rico. There's that blue boats that pull in and out to go up and down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Friday is the day to go down to Mogan for the market. No, nice. no, another market actually is like a farmers market. Up in the centre of the island um, is it's all green, really green, foresty sort of. Um, so the excursions do. There's a lovely town called. I'm not going to pronounce it right. I know not Tremor or Tremor, T R E M O R, um, or Tem- It's really beautiful. It's like an old, um, little little 
church at the centre of it and there's a market there very close to it is San Mateo there's a farmer's market in San Mateo these are like old Spanish towns mm, up, up, up in the mountains yeah, they're, they're a good good bit up now and yeah. it'll you know take about an hour to get up there but Again, there's something different. There, you know, it's you're getting away from the beach resort, getting away from the the water parks and everything. It's it is a little bit of history or culture mm. on, on an island. Las Palmas, an awful lot of people. Again, like like we say about Malaga, people fly into Malaga and never go to Malaga. Beautiful city. Las Palmas is the same. Las Palmas, nice city, plenty of lovely tapas bars and restaurants, uh, lovely shopping, some big shopping centres um, yeah. in in Las Palmas. And in, for Las Palmas, people have to remember if you're there. Oh, through August through May, Las Palmas are in La Liga. That's right. So, so you can, you know, get a, go actually see a football match. Yeah, actually, you, you know, I think most of them you don't have a problem getting a ticket. Yeah. When I see most of their games, <laughs> yeah. there's a few empty seats, yeah. so there's no problem getting uh, getting tickets for it. Um, another great excursion to do in Gran Canaria is Palmitos Park. I don't know if you've done Palmitos Park. Brilliant. It's about. Um, it's in the valley. It's so again. It's it's about. 20 minutes, 30 minutes drive back from the sea and it's in the, the, the sort of the, the start of the centre of the island and it's in a big valley, okay? And it's like a zoo. No, uh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Water park only. No, Palmetto Park is brilliant. It has, yeah. there's birds of prey. It's kind of like a, a zoo marine from yeah, the Algarve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, and there's, they've got a, a dolphin show. You can swim with dolphins in it and there's a big auditorium um, they have a parrot show there's an aquarium with the you know the clownfish and the the, the swordsmanfish they've got reptiles the Komodo dragon they, they've Class. got caiman like it is like a zoo in the, right. the, the centre um, the mammals have got the, the meerkats and aardvarks um, and our favourite bit in the auditorium they had birds of prey so the, there was an auditorium we were sitting there it was boiling hot this day it was really really warm <laughs> and the guys are down about 50 feet below you and there's all tiered steps in the auditorium and they introduce birds of prey mm. you're sitting there and all Love of a, a good sudden birds of prey show oh my it was brilliant. <laughs> like literally what you weren't expecting was from over you these there was, they had vultures they had eagles they had um, hawks flying and these guys come just over your head and land right on your man's hand um, then they send them off and you can watch them and they, they use the, the heat thermals to climb and climb so, so mm. he sends the, the birds of prey off and you can see them graduating up and up up to a couple of hundred feet and then, then they disappear and then he takes out a, a bit of bait and they swoop and they swoop but they, the <laughs> speed of these things they just and they fly they've obviously trained them to come right in over the, the people's heads in the auditorium and they come in and they, they whip the bit of bait out of his hand. Um, it's spectacular. It takes a, It's probably about a 20-minute show. Nice. Um, but that's that's Palmino's Park. Definitely um, 100% worth, uh, worth going to. So I think that's that's both of the Canary Islands for for this week. I'll that's have to it. give Grand Canary and Lanzarote a visit. Yeah, and okay. I think we'll, we'll eventually talk about you. There are a couple of Canary Islands in another episode, Fertiventura and, and Tenerife. Yeah. Another, another time. Too many Canary Islands to cover in one episode. In one episode, absolutely. And too much too much going on in both of them. Exactly. Great. So that's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Stephen and Brian. And as always, thank you for listening. Our January sale is still in full swing. So make sure to check it out on clickandgo.com to find your next holiday, be it sun, camping, city, USA, worldwide or cruise. Stephen and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it, leave a review, share it and spread the word. 
Next week, as Stephen alluded to, we'll be talking about water parks, specifically hotels with their own water parks, not just a slide or two thrown in. So until then, goodbye.